Well, welcome back to our podcast. I'm here with Jerry Wyant, and my name is Jim Hughes, and this is The Gospel According to Jesus. And Jerry, we're going to open up the Word of God today, and I want us to think about a couple of scriptures. As I was praying and seeking God about this new series of messages, I thought about Psalm 71.8. It says, Now that I am old and gray, do not abandon me, O God. Let me proclaim your power to this generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. That's my theme song, Jim. Old and the gray or the or the mighty yeah, power? Yeah, the old and the gray. <laughs> both, both, actually. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, me too. Uh, Matthew twenty two twenty nine. But Jesus answered and said to them, and I love when Jesus talks because he's reading their mail. He says, you are mistaken since you do not understand the scripture nor the power of God. He says that multiple times through his time when he was here. And when I was growing up in high school, we used to call it a burn. Well, he, he burned these folks pretty good. Luke 5.15, but the news about him was spreading even farther. And large crowds were gathering to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. All three of these scriptures talk about the power of God, and that's really what we're going to be talking about. And our theme is Amos 8.11, which says, Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord God, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or thirst for water, but rather for hearing the words of the Lord. So today we're going to start a new discipleship series on the gifts of the Spirit. I'm so excited about this because so much of the lack of power in the church today, and especially in megachurches, is the functioning of the gifts of the Spirit. In our last podcast, we finished up the series on hearing God. If you remember, Paul gave Timothy instruction on prayer in 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 2. And then we talked about being in fellowship with God. And really, that's what this relationship with God is about. And I was just talking to some folks at a home meeting on Wednesday and talking to them about that's what separates Christianity from every other religion. It's fellowship. It's the power of God. It's moving through what God's speaking to you to do. And in this new series, prayer and speaking with God is key. Now listen to this, is key to know what gifts he wants you to function in. Well, what are you saying there, Jim? Are you saying that God wants me to function in gifts? Absolutely. Every one of us. He's no respecter of person. So all of us, there is a gift of the Spirit that he wants us to function in. And understanding that and getting that clear through God speaking to you is is your assignment, really. I mean, if we're going to give out assignments for our class here, that would be the assignment is to figure out what those gifts are that God wants you to function in. Jerry, give us some insight into the supernatural power of God. I mean, that's what we're going to be talking about in this next few messages. So what's your heart saying to you? Well, Jim, I want to go to a little scripture and share a little of my heart. But in John 14, 12, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do. And greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. And Jesus Amen. was the full package. And he used all of his gifts here on earth, package of what God wants to happen on this earth. And he did all that in the few years of his ministry, and it was all supernatural. His desire is that we continue doing his work. 
But it takes all of us using our gifts to be the body of Christ here on earth and to see his work go forth, both in the body and for unbelievers in the world. Most people in the church never seek out what their gifts or gifts are because they are Sunday morning participants only. They come to service to fulfill keeping the Sabbath holy, but fail to understand or use the gifts that are needed for the supernatural gifts to flow. And I would challenge each of you to learn and understand your gift as we share the insights on this podcast over the next few weeks. The Apostle Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, he says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received. If you don't understand your gift, how are you going to ever be able to use it? But it's his role, his desire to gift each one of us. It's our role and yours and mine to discover our gifts, nurture them, grow them, and then use them to take the blessings of God into other people's lives. Amen. Jerry, so true what you're saying, and I think this needs to be said. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are very much in operation today. Some of the scriptures that you just read are really an invitation to us to know what that is in our own life, because God wants us to be used in those areas. To be honest with you, I think a lot of people, they get the sense that something's welling up inside of them. Maybe it's a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom, and they don't really understand it. And so they kind of push it back down. We go through our main scripture here in 1 Corinthians 12, 1, and we take inventory of what these gifts are. It's going to be very evident. Some people that are listening to this podcast are going to go, I've always felt like the Lord was giving me clear direction to give a word to a person or operate in the spirit in some way and didn't do it. So hopefully, and I believe by faith, we're going to really encourage people to be able to do that. So we're going to take these gifts one by one through the next few weeks, as Jerry was saying, and we're going to talk about them and how they function and how they can function in our own lives. That's really the theme of the next few weeks is how they're going to function in our own lives. And as I mentioned earlier, God is not a respecter of person. When he says that he gives a gift to you, then he gives the gift to you. So in 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11, it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts. So this is Paul. He's writing a letter to the church at Corinth. And really, that's how they communicated during Paul's time, is Paul would write letters and give instruction. In this particular letter, Paul is giving instruction to this church. And these letters would be shared throughout the different regions, different churches, because for the most part, Churches were home meetings back then. That's how church functioned in the New Testament. These would be talked about. These letters would be talked about in in those meetings. And so it says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters. Again, God's not a respecter of person. It's all of us. doesn't matter if we're male or female. God wants us to know that there are gifts that are going to well up inside of us that he gives us. I do not want you to be unaware. You know that when you were pagans... You were led astray to the mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus is accursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except the Holy Spirit. Now, there are variety of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are variety of ministries, but the same Lord. 
There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. But to each one is given a manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another distinguishing of Spirit, and another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as he wills, just as he wills. So these are gifts. So what is a gift? A gift, according to the scripture, a gift, according to Christianity, is something given to you without merit or payment. So you can't earn it. You can't wash enough cars. You can't do enough handstands. I mean, you can't do things that are going to please God to where he goes, oh, wow, that's really cool. Here's a gift. Now, a gift is something that is given to you without merit or payment, and God gives it to you. It's the same way it happened when you got saved. So the gift of eternal life is the first gift you receive from God. You didn't earn it nor deserve it, but you received it. You received it by faith. It was God giving you something without merit. So why are these gifts so important? They're tools that bless those in the faith. So listen to this. They're tools that bless those in the faith. And as we're going to see as we go through the series of messages in the next few weeks, to bring others into the faith. Well, how does that work? How are these gifts going to bring people into the faith. We just finished a book, Jerry and I did, on uh, William Branham. And William Branham was a man of God, a super humble man of God that God used from the 1930s all the way through the mid-60s until he passed away. God used him tremendously. I mean, just reading this book will blow you away. Visiting angels, Jesus himself visited him. He had gifts of healing, just an abundance of things that God used him. And listen, he was not a rich man. He was not very well established in some mega church somewhere. He didn't have jet that he flew around in. I mean, he was a humble man. He was, he was a missionary Baptist. Yes, he was a Baptist. And God used him in a powerful way. And God bestowed upon him supernatural gifts, and he used those. And so as he was using those, people would come forward for salvation by the thousands. And he would have, this is in the 30s and the 40s, he would have 20, 30,000 people showing up at his meetings all over the country. And he went overseas to Africa and different places, but just supernatural power of God moving. And by seeing that, people came to know Christ. That's what I'm talking about. It's for those in the faith. It blesses you. It increases your faith. But also it brings others into the faith. You see, folks, God is a supernatural God. He's not this dead letter God that a lot of you are hearing from the pulpits right now. Not to be critical of churches, but it's just universally 
not recognize that God wants to use supernatural gifts today, but he does. As we talk about these, God's going to show you where he wants to use those gifts in you. And so we see this all through the Bible. It's from Genesis all the way to Revelation that God uses supernatural power, the gifts of the Spirit. We see it as Genesis, as, as it says that God spoke the worlds into existence. It was a supernatural event that happened all the way through Moses when he takes the children of Israel out of Egypt. Just think about this. You have a basically a very, very unsophisticated knowledge. There was science wasn't huge. There, the main focus of travel back during Moses' time was a, an ox and a cart. And if you read that exodus out of Egypt that God used Moses to do, he used supernatural power, gifts of the Spirit, to do that. There's one after another supernatural event that finally convinced Pharaoh to let the people of Israel go. And I can't imagine, I I try to put myself there and I try to think about, you know, here you have this very primitive man seeing things that are just supernatural, that you, you can't look at it any other way. God used those things to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. You should see this in your own salvation. God supernaturally brought you out of darkness. So listen, you just didn't wake up one morning and say to yourself, hmm, I think I'm going to have some eggs and some toast. And oh yeah, I think I'm going to start living for Christ. It didn't happen that way. If you're a believer, if you've been born again, and you're listening to Jerry and myself today, that was a supernatural event that happened in your heart. It's not dead letter. It's not a matter of understanding a certain amount of facts about Christ that makes you a believer. It's you being born again, your heart being transformed by the power of God. That's what is the difference. And so that's a supernatural event. Your salvation is supernatural. And all through the scripture and all through our lives, we should be seeing the power of God this way, supernatural. Through the supernatural events, God works in your own life. We can read through the Bible where the Lord used supernatural events to show men and women his power and the might that people would believe him and believe in his son. All through the the time where Jesus was on this earth, we saw it. So our first gift that we're going to be talking about next time is the gift of knowledge. And we're going to jump around a little bit. We're going to be talking about these as the Lord leads us. But what we want you to get out of this is that God wants to use you in these gifts. You're listening to somebody, and I can't speak for Jerry, but I can speak for my own self. I didn't believe that at first. I didn't believe that until it started to happen to me in my own life, where God would use some of these gifts. There's a different part, a different significance on how these gifts are used in each one of us. We just gave the example of William Branham that God used mightily. God can use you that way too. These are small little things that God will do through these gifts in your life around people that you're working with, around people that you live with, your loved ones. And I don't know how many times, and I'll share some of these, and I know Jerry will share some of testimonies, but how many times God would use something supernatural out of one of these gifts to speak to one of my family members. And they would tell me, where did that come from? Where did you, how did you know that? Or how did you 
get that understanding of what I was going through. And that's the supernatural power of God. Stay tuned. We're going to go through this, and you're going to be so blessed to know that God wants to use you in a powerful way through these gifts as you walk this walk with Christ. So, Jerry, any closing comments about this before we sign off today? Well, sure, Jim. You know, I always have something to say. I remember very vividly when I was a baby Christian, and so many people who don't believe in healing today, but Tommy O'Dell, he goes into many different countries in the world, and if he was to get in front of a group of these people and preach, they would probably stone him to death or kill him or do whatever harm they could do to his body. When he holds a function in these countries, he'll ask to bring in the sickest person they know in the community and that everybody knows that person is sick, whether he's can't walk or can't hear or can't speak or maybe blind. And they'll bring him up on stage and Tommy O'Dell will pray for that person and they will be healed. And once that person is healed, it gives Tommy the ability to speak what Jesus can do in their life. But without that supernatural healing, he would probably be dead today. So it's very important that we understand that God wants to use those same gifts in our lives to press forward. And we'll share quite a few of these as we go forward. I, as Jim spoke on the gift of knowledge, I want to be able to share next time on the gift of knowledge, something that happened that was very powerful. And we'll share stories as we go. They're real life stories. So I want everybody, and Jim wants everybody to recognize that God didn't wipe out all these gifts when the apostles died. It goes on today because he still wants to do the same work here on the earth as he did when he walked it. Amen. Amen. And I, I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about Reinhard Bonnke, and yeah, both of us exactly. just read his autobiography. And, of course, he just went home to be with the Lord. And he went home to be with the Lord having won 74 million people to Christ. That's right. 74 million. And just as Jerry was talking about Mr. Odell, it's the same way with Reinhard Bunke. He would go into these places that you would be so concerned about going into, and God would supernaturally move. And that's what we're going to talk about, and that's what we want you to think about. So until next time, this is Jim Hughes, and my email is jimhughes71 at hotmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you. And Jerry? P-T-L-W-Y-A-N-T at AOL.com. Amen. Write us. Let us know what's going on in your life. God bless. Thanks. Amen. Bye.